All right, welcome back. What did you see last night? I'm clear, obviously. A very disappointing game. Went, went about like I thought it would. We talked about that I thought it would be a four-quarter game and thought that Alabama could pull away. Alabama was leading 20-13 to 13 with the football and a chance to get a couple of first downs, but he soft the game away. He was unable to do that. The drive previous to that, he had a, a Jalen Monroe fumble and got stopped after that. Had you been able to score on that particular drive, he had a chance to put the ball game away up 20 to 13. Defense, though, you give up two drives in the last four minutes of the ball game after playing so well the whole night. A bust on the fourth down, leaving the back out of the backfield. Nobody covered him. And they get that stop right there. Ball game is over. But Alabama didn't play well. Didn't play well the whole night. They moved the ball in the second half. Had a little spark. We talked about 22 and what Haynes could do and played really, really well in the ball games. But the Achilles heel of the offense all year was the snapping. Just no rhyme or reason for it other than the fact that was a big mismatch. Michigan's defensive line versus Seth McLaughlin. And most important play of the season. If you execute that play, you score, and who knows what's going to happen. But when Michigan got the game to overtime, that was looking bleak for Alabama. Bama's not a great overtime team, never have been. Uh, they've, they've won some big games in overtime, obviously, but you didn't want that game to get into overtime. Michigan had all the momentum. And they had a great season, still SEC champs. She kept Georgia from winning another national title, which I think <laughs> is the biggest takeaway from this year, uh, is that happening. And uh, you have another another 12 win seat, which I think number 28 all time, which is the most in college football history. So it was a great year. Could have been better, but we've been talking about setting up the season for 2024 and 25. I think Alabama is probably going to be preseason number one. I don't see how Georgia would be. I, don't, I don't, certainly don't see how Ole Miss would be. But I think Alabama will start the year number one and should. It has a a very favorable schedule. Should be favored in every game they play next year. It tells you the talent level and everything. I think Alabama's got a great future with Nick Saban here in the next couple of years. And I think Alabama can get back to the playoff next year and get in there as a one or two seed and get back to the SEC title and be an SEC champ again. I expect I expect great things in 2024. Although yesterday, the first day of the 24 year, 2024 didn't go well. But I think Alabama set up for great success over the next couple of years for sure. Scott, I was just super disappointed last night. I think we both had a belief that this was going to this was going to be a game that uh, we could really handle Michigan. I think there were several things that I expected from the very beginning to see. Biggest thing we can start with offensive line play. And I think outside of Jaden Roberts, other than 77, 
we really didn't have good play on the offensive line at all. I actually went back today and watched the film and, and was, was trying to just trying to check out what, what I was able, what, what did happen. And we did great when we were running to the right. We did great when we were behind 77. About 90% of the plays that actually gained ground were, were to the right. Only, I think, two successful run plays even went to the left. And, and, and so it was just terrible. It was terrible. The, the offensive line calls weren't good. And I think overall, the team just really looked out of sync. They didn't look prepared. They didn't look ready for what came at them. And, and, and I got to be honest, that I don't know where that comes from because that's not what you expect to see out of a Nick Saban team. And it's going to be really interested to see how they rebound from, from this point because cause a, a Nick Saban team just doesn't perform like what we saw them perform last night. I think it's going to be interesting to see just where we go. It, it's already, we've already realized today that Holman Wiggins is leaving. We've lost, we lost one coach. We'll see how many more we lose. I don't know if that's even good or bad today, to, to be honest with you. And I think on the, the same problem on the defensive side of the ball, Michigan lined up, used a lot of deception. They didn't really do anything very special. But what they did before the snap really, really seemed to cause the tide trouble. And, and we just looked like we never were able to get into a rhythm. And I think that was, that was ultimately our undoing. It was, it was a lack of confidence, a lack of preparation. We seemed like we were on our back foot. The team didn't read and react well all night long. And, and I don't know, I, for Coach Saban to have been as positive as he was going into the game, about how well prepared this team was and about how well practice had gone, I cannot for the life of me figure out why we saw what we saw. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. As as we as we look toward the future, I think next year is bodes well. We've had another great recruiting class, but I have to be honest, I'm dejected right now and just feel like we need to take a little bit of time to lick our wounds. Piggybacking off off what you said, anytime you get in the playoff. And you get beat. Alabama's had a couple of severe losses in playoff games. First time they've lost a first round game since 2014. So to not make the national championship game is certainly a disappointment. But when you look back at how the season started and where it went, I told a lot of people earlier in the year, I said, I didn't think this was a championship team. Just enjoy the season. Let's build, get some, get some development in the roster and get ready to make a run at it next year. And, and then you end up winning the West, you end up having a, a remarkable run inside of the Auburn game, really, to get to Atlanta, defeat Georgia, and, and stay unbeaten in, in Atlanta versus Georgia, which to me, that was the whole, for me personally, and you know, for a lot of Alabama people, just don't let Georgia win it again. That was to me, that was the biggest victory of the whole year. Don't let them win three in a row. And it was, that, to me, that happened. You ruined their season and you kept them from, from, uh, getting a third national title. And for me, that was great. I also watched Florida State absolutely hammered by Georgia. And you hear Florida State people running their mouths right now and they have no reason to say anything. So they, when you get beat by 60, 
you, you really can't say anything. You just got to go back to the huddle and, and lick your wounds and don't say anything at all. So a lot to be excited about. There's a couple of guys that, that Alabama may get back, including Terry and Arnold. I, I think he's going to be a first round pick if he goes out. A lot of people think that he may stay. I, I don't know what he's going to do right now. Uh, Malachi Moore also has an extra year. And Malachi is not a top first or second round guy right now. I think he can play himself into that uh, one more year at Alabama. And I think that he's leaning to coming back with the people that are coming back and the recruiting classes and the transfer portal right now. Alabama's going to have a lot of plug and play situations. Seth McLaughlin, as bad a game as he had, announced today that he's coming back for his fifth year as well. That could, can he improve and get better? Sure. Guys play a lot of football there. And hopefully they can get some depth at the center spot and some other guys will come by. You're going to have to find the right tackle now with Latham moving on. But I think the offensive line has a chance to be a real strength. The wide receiving core has a chance to be a real strength. And the defensive front and the linebacker can be really good along with very young secondary. I think we accomplished what we wanted to do this year. Won the SEC again. You reestablished your playoff lineage and kept that intact and now I think you've set yourself up for an expectation in 2025 or 24 playing on January somewhere on, on January 1st 2025 to, to try to play for a national title next year so I think I think this team has a, has a chance to get there and that's going to be the thing I take with me from this past season going into this this upcoming season, which I think there'll be a lot of expectation for Alabama. Yeah. yeah I think one thing that, that I'm, I want to make sure, and I wanted to make sure and say this tonight is I really hope that one of the things that we take away going into this next season is, is the need to support Alabama football from an NIL perspective. I think one of the things that as we go into the offseason, we've seen Ole Miss do an incredible job of getting into the portal. Lane Kiffin's done an amazing job of recruiting a class through the portal. That's not that's not what we're trying to do, but but by all means, I think we have to be able to we have to be able to compete. And part of what's gonna ensure our success going forward is our ability to be able to hold this class together and keep it intact. And, and so I really want to encourage folks that are listening to us tonight to, uh, to really consider the idea of what they can do in order to, in order to be able to, to support NIL initiatives for, for the tide. And I think number one is, I, I think we, we need to support yay, Alabama. If you're out there and you have the ability to be able to be a monthly supporter, we don't get paid. We don't, we're not, we don't have anything to do with yay Alabama, but I'm going to, I'm going to say to you, I think one of the things that, you know, that we definitely need to try to do is we need to try to stock the coffers. And one of the ways you can do that, if you're not a wealthy booster is to become a monthly supporter and get in on becoming part of yay Alabama. The other thing is uh, something we do have some support from, and it's from our friends over at Roll Tide Jerky. Um, buying products that ultimately help and support NIL efforts for University of Alabama are incredibly important. And so we talk about something like Roll Tide Jerky, and we believe in a product like Roll Tide Jerky. But part of the reason we believe in the product is is for what the product does 
and and how how the product supports uh, ultimately the product that we put on the field. And and if it's terribly important to us to to increase offensive line play, then one of the things we need to do to increase offensive line play is make sure that we've got the the ability to be able to keep the players that we have that need to be on the field and to help others be able to to get there to get on to be able to bring in some other guys on the field and we'll see how that goes I, I think so Scott something I'm getting from from online is somebody has chatted in and asked if you could if you could maybe give us a little bit of Pat Dye tonight and what they want to hear from Pat Dye is his Pat Dye's take on NIL so they want to hear Pat Dye talk about NIL see what you give us a couple of minutes of Pat Dye I think there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of days ahead that, uh, that we don't have control of it and we got to be, we got to, what I'd like to call real things in and get control of it. And I don't like the fact that we don't control any of this and I'm all for young people having a chance to better themselves and, and, and get a piece of the pie and all that. Uh, and there, there needs to be some governing. Well, you know, when you put that governor on the engine and you have the ability to slow it down or speed it up, I believe we're going to need to do some of that as well. And but it's going to be a, it's going to be a long old season where we don't have football. That's, that's the hardest thing about it. And as the spring's only a couple of weeks away and we'll have to dig down deep and let the hurt be deep because Auburn. Oh, Alabama didn't play well in the bowl. There's no glossing that over. There's no, we can't gloss over that at all. And, uh, and uh, we got to let the hurt be deep and let the sun come up tomorrow. And I'm, pr I'm proud to be associated with you. Glad to be associated with you because there's going to be a lot of days when you lay your guts on the line and you come away empty handed and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. We go back on the, on the field and lay them on the line and again and again. And, uh, Hopefully that will help everybody out there get, get through 2024. I'm just happy to be here, Rick, and, uh, still happy to be alive and still happy to be moving forward and, and more equal to all y'all tonight and, and, and roll tide as well. Man, that was worth the price of admission tonight to hear coach die, give his assessment of NIL. Which uh, the only thing that I'm the only thing that I'm sure of is that you used a lot less foul language than he would have used in in his assessment of of what he thought of of paying players over the table. Man, what else as we think forward for for twenty thinking into twenty twenty four and the challenges that are yet to come? Transfer portal, having an opportunity maybe to get another player or two into this class. Any major holes that you think are things that we we really need to address as we as we think about the next several weeks and and how we approach the portal and how we approach the the last couple of signees from this high school class. The main thing with the portal right now, Alabama gets a great great commitment from three really good recruiting so far and three from Texas A and one from USC. So they're addressing that. They've lost their wide receiver coach tonight. Holman Wiggins is taking a job at Texas A and M. 
that's breaking news right now. There's speculation about who the next wide receiver coach at Alabama will be. I, I, don't, I don't know who that's going to be a person named among them, Kevin Norwood, as, as a guy that's being mentioned. We'll see, but Holman Wiggins was a really good recruiter and, and, and brought a lot of great players in. They got to lose some guys. We've lost a couple of receivers in the portal uh, already in this time. So I would look for Alabama to go after another receiver. I'd look for Alabama to go after a couple more offensive linemen. And then you want to hold on to the biggest piece of the puzzle for Alabama. That's Ryan Williams, who is the best player in this class. And you want to make sure that you're able to get his signature in, in February and bring him home and to top off this class. So that's really uh, for the next uh, 90 days for Alabama. That'll be the focus. And then the off-season program and, and starting off in March and getting into A-Day and trying to hold on to some quarterbacks, trying to figure out what we're going to do there. Uh, I certainly expect there to be some turnover. But I think Julian's saying in the, in the lineup now, you're, you're looking at who's going to be the backup, and that'll be the spot that they're looking at in spring. He's going to be the number two quarterback moving forward. Is it going to be, is it going to be Ty Simpson? Is it going to be Julian Sayan? And, uh, and we'll see because Jalen Monroe is going to be the starter next year moving forward. So I think those are the obvious things that Alabama's got to look at and get ready for. But I think the portal will be good to Alabama, always has been. And I think this recruiting class is going to be very solid as well. And again, you got the great makeup for Alabama defensively and offensively going into 2024. A lot of depth, a lot of talent. And maybe you keep some guys, as I mentioned earlier, that, that don't go out for the draft. And maybe some guys stick at home. We'll see. But Bama's got a lot of talent. And now it's just a t- an opportunity to, to develop it over the next several months and get ready again for a lot of expectation in 2024 for this Alabama football program. Yeah, I'm hopeful that that the some of the things you've said are going to come to fruition. I, one of the guys I wonder about as we head into this next year is Loner, Dylan Lonergan. I don't want to forget about him, and I think he's gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit along the way. And just want to make sure that that as we think about the who we have at quarterback, that we're that uh, there's a guy that was pretty far deep into the bench this year who I think is going to have an opportunity to be able to compete for that number two job. And, and truly, I, I'm not completely convinced that Milrow's not going to have to fight for his job come next fall. And we'll lick our wounds a little bit from, from the, the Rose Bowl and come back ready to go next week, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, right here. Sounds good, buddy. Sounds All good. right, bud. Have a good one. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.